Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Ren Pod. Um, it's me by myself this week. Um, so yeah, next week we'll be you know back to regular. I took an extra week off because scheduling just didn't work out and, and things just got a little wacky, and I wasn't really feeling um you know working until three a.m. to try and get something up. But I'm doing it this week anyway, so really I should have just come back last week like I planned. Uh, but I also didn't really have anything to talk about last week um i guess things happened but you know it you know i was still coming off of like a holiday thing you know i was, I was working a lot i was trying to get i'm much more i'm back into a groove now um and by coming off a holiday i mean i i had about two days off um and i was still doing things i was like recording and whatever i don't know if you can hear it but my voice is a bit um a bit weird right now um I've been doing vocals all day and, um, it's kind of, you know, my, my voice is a bit rough. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna fight through it is what we're gonna do. We're gonna fight through it. Uh, so yeah, this week, um, I don't know. We're just, we're just getting back into it. Next week is going to be a heavier episode. I just want to warn you now. I want to let you know before it comes out, before you're like, Oh my gosh, what was that episode? What was what was all that about? Uh, it's going to be a, a heavier episode next week. So just a, a heads up. So if you're not, um, because this is, uh, this is a, uh, while it is a silly, fun podcast about your favorite, you know, movies, comic books, video games, uh, music, anime, uh, TV shows, whatever nerdy stuff you like in pop culture, there is uh, the, the latter part of that is culture. And um you know, things have been going on in the culture and just, you know, we're not going to do it every week. We're not going to do it multiple times, but just one week, you know, I haven't, I haven't said anything about anything, um, for a year now. And, uh, you know, um, besides like the one or two times that I've like offhandedly mentioned something in a tweet or, you know, or, or, um, you know, but I've never gone into in depth, uh, about thoughts or whatever. And I've, I've kind of kept that inside, uh, so we're just going to, you know, we're going to talk about some stuff next week. Uh, and then after that week, after that, we'll be right back to, you know, fun, loving, silly distractions from, uh, you know, from your everyday life. But just for one week, bear with us, please, as we kind of try and sort through things ourselves um, and just kind of, you know, get stuff off our chest. And, and maybe we'll say something that you understand or, or maybe you will, you know, your eyes will be open to something that you haven't heard before um and uh you know whatever and also let me know what you think of this uh this microphone i I got a new microphone as well over the the holidays and i've done stuff um so yeah let me know what the audio quality how that feels how that sounds um and we're going to yeah um so this week what 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 news is there of this week um chris evans apparently is back as captain america that's cool that's awesome um right off the top of the show that's great you know you know that meme where it's like no i don't think i will you know disney like backed the dump truck full of cash up to his house and he was like yes i think i will you know um so that's cool um i'm excited about that everybody knows captain america is really cool um anybody who knows me uh or listens to this podcast knows that i i want to pay patriot in uh in marvel 
That's what I want to do. Um, that's one of my dream roles is play Patriot. I also really want to play Jaime Reyes, uh, Blue Beetle. Um, but I will, I'll live with being Patriot and by live with, I mean, that would be awesome. I've, I've wanted to play Patriot since I was like 10 years old. Uh, and I've actually older than that. I don't know. Well, how was I, how old was I when, uh, when young Avengers came out, I was like 12, it's like 12 or 13, something like that. So yeah, since, since I first saw him in, in young Avengers, um, and then played Marvel ultimate Alliance two, and you get that quick, like that cutscene where they like break everybody out of the, the null void prison or negative zone, no void. What? Uh, the negative zone prison, you get like that quick shot of like Patriot and his cool, his cool, uh, costume. I've wanted to play him ever since then. So, you know, that'd be really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so Captain America's back. That's awesome. Um, I think we really needed to kind of rewrite a lot of stuff that happened in Endgame. Like, let's be honest, Captain America's entire story arc and character arc is about him learning that he no longer belongs in the past. And the one thing they did to end his story was to send him back to the past. That's that's so dumb. Like, no. Um yeah, so that's cool. Uh, another news: Wandavision. That's out as of the time that you're listening to this. So go and uh, go and watch that. Um, Bradley and I, I know, will be. Uh, Bradley and I will will definitely be kind of re- reacting to it. We're gonna try and do this like live stream reaction to uh, what we think of it. Um, but do you know, <laughs> we'll see how that turns out, um, because we've been having like a really tough time, like getting things live, live streamed, <laughs> but, uh, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. So keep an eye on, on social medias for that. You can follow both of us on social media you can find me on social media morgan l brooks on twitter uh that's usually where i like say things if they're gonna be different or just you know say words <laughs> that you may or may not like i don't know i, I don't know I, I can't control you you know um but who's to say uh yeah so that's keep an eye out for that that'll be really cool um, if we can get that to work, we don't know if it's going to work. Um, other news. Oh gosh. Sorry. I apologize for that. Other news that has happened. Uh, Ray Fisher has been removed from the flash. That's not cool at all. Uh, Ray Fisher for anybody who doesn't understand or know why that's kind of a big deal. Um, last year, I believe last year or 2019, one of the two Ray Fisher, uh, brought forth um i don't know if you can call them allegations at this point because they're they're kind of you know for legal reasons we'll call them allegations because i don't feel like getting sued uh today um another day who knows but today i don't feel like getting sued so ray fisher brought forth allegations towards uh joss whedon and other executives um I believe Jeff Johns and someone else um, at, at Warner Brothers DC um, or DC Warner Brothers, whatever, whichever one, about the conditions of the reshoots during Justice League, I believe it was. Um, 
and how it was a toxic, abusive work environment that was based upon around race and, and a lot of other things. And uh, as with most corporate structures, they launched an investigation. A lot of things happened. Certain people uh, left HBO and um, for reasons that may or may not be tied to these allegations. Who's to say? Uh, and... And, you know, everything was kind of supposed to end there because that's how corporate structures like things to be handled. Um, of course, uh, things are never quite that tidy. And Ray Fisher has uh, stated recently, he said that uh, one of the executives had interfered with the investigation and that uh, that's something needed to be done about that. So I, I like I don't know what what conversation was had there, but, um, you know, but some of the another higher up at Warner Brothers um, stated, of course, that, you know, the other executive didn't interfere and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's a great person, blah, 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 whatever. And now Ray Fisher has been removed from The Flash. Of course, the, the cyborg is supposed to have a major role in The Flash movie. He's kind of, you know, he's kind of the guy. But now um, I'm sure they're probably going to recast, which is less than ideal. And by less than ideal, I mean, I probably won't even see the movie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Who's to say um, if I do see it? It's, like, I already don't have that much faith in DC. Let's be honest. Like, so I don't know if I'll see it anyway. <laughs> or at least if I'll see it like up front, like who's to say? Like, I have a, a lot of faith in DC animated stuff. Uh, even their new continuity is pretty good. Like I don't like death in the family was meh. I much prefer under the red hood to death in the family because under the red hood was just, you know, it was more boss to me. You know, it felt like Jason Todd. Like, I don't know if DC even knows who Jason Todd is anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like DC seems to have lost the Jason Todd plot. Like Jason Todd isn't like now they just kind of have him killing people for somewhere. Like, like how do, how do I even explain this? Like everyone's become Jason to a degree and Jason has become nobody, right? Like as time has gone on, they've made Tim more like Jason and then they've made Jason less like Jason and more like no one. Just just some completely new character. And it's weird because Jason Todd isn't well, number one, Jason Todd isn't a, just a, a flat out killer. OK, Jason Todd was never a flat out killer. And I don't know where DC got this. I like these new guys, um, these new guys who are writing for Jason Todd are, are acting like he's the Punisher or something like he's just this just this guy who just kills bad guys. Jason Todd was never that guy, right? Jason Todd only killed people who stepped out of line of his idea of how Gotham should be run, right? Like his goal was never to end crime because he understood that that was something that was impossible. That's why he disagreed with Batman, right? Because Batman wants to end crime because of his childhood trauma of his parents being murdered due to crime. Um, and instead of putting the vast billions of dollars in wealth that he has into reforming Gotham City, truthfully, like legitimately, not like, oh, I donated to a couple of orphanages and like, oh, I, I helped to like fund Arkham Asylum. First of all, get some real security at Arkham Asylum. OK, that's the first thing, because everybody's breaking out like every two days, not even every two, like every three hours. Somebody breaks out of Arkham Asylum. OK, so first of all, Bruce Wayne. OK, Get some real get some real security at that place. All right. That's your fault. 
Secondly, as opposed to, um, you know, doing it, being like, oh, I, I support these orphanages and I support like Arkham Asylum uh, sometimes when I feel like it, maybe like put some money into like Gotham's education, uh, put some money into real rehabilitation uh, reforms in Gotham City so that people will stop doing crimes. OK, like just a couple of those. Right. Like we all understand that the Gotham police force is completely useless and all they do is just call Batman. They just go, oh. It's time to call Batman. The Joker's poisoned the water. And I like I understand that like cops aren't going to deal with the Joker. Like I understand that. I understand. I get it. You know, like I'm not judging Commissioner Gordon for calling Batman to deal with the Joker. I wouldn't deal with the Joker. (laughs) I'd be like, nah, let's call the guy who dresses up like a bat. But like my thing is 90% of Gotham's crime is in direct relation to Bruce Wayne doing something to somebody that he could have avoided, right? Even the Joker, it's Batman's fault. The Joker was a petty criminal. He was just the red hood. He was just a dude doing petty crimes, like stealing purses or whatever. And then Batman shows up, knocks him into a vat of acid guy goes super sanity. And all of a sudden you got the Joker running around, right? Like you could have just solved that, but being like, Hey, this guy does petty crimes. Maybe like, I don't know. Let's figure out like a UBI in Gotham or something, you know, I don't know. So all I'm saying is Batman continues this crusade because he's bored. He's bored. Okay. I understand he's bored. You understand he's bored. Batman understands he's bored. Jason understood that he was bored. Okay. So Jason said, you know, instead of, instead of my billionaire father, (laughs) instead of doing things, my billionaire father's way, I'm going to do it my way. Right. I'm going to clean up the streets. The only way that I, Jason Todd know how, right. Control the crime. If I can control the crime, because crime is always going to be around. We all understand how this works. Crime will always be around. If I can control the crime, then I can clean up Gotham city. And then the only people that Jason Todd ever killed were people who stepped out of line, right. Who stepped out of that ideal of like, no, no selling drugs to kids or no, like no committing murder on the streets of Gotham, you know, no doing any of that. And now lately they've turned him into the Punisher where it's just like, Oh, you did a crime dead. And it's like, that makes no sense. That doesn't make any sense for Jason's character. That makes zero sense whatsoever. Why is he doing that? That's not how it works. Right. And I think it's just that people are having this idea of like, that's what a hardcore anti-hero does. They kill, right? Like they just kill. And it's like, no, like he's not just a hardcore anti-hero. Like he's a, it's a character with nuance who's suffering from his own trauma, who's suffering from PTSD, from legitimately dying. Like he literally died at the hands of a crowbar and a bomb. Like that's not, that's not something you just get over after you come back to life. You know, like Jason is suffering from severe trauma and everybody in the Bat family suffering from severe, severe trauma. Tim Drake hasn't slept in 45 years, you know, <laughs> Tim Drake runs off coffee and sleep deprivation, which I understand that life, bro. You know, Damian Wayne was raised to be a weapon like they all have severe trauma except for Dick Grayson. Actually, Dick Grayson has serious intimacy issues um, and for real commitment issues. That man needs to go to therapy. Okay, like Batman is a bad father. Okay, (laughs) like we all society has agreed upon this, that Batman is a bad father. Like he has four kids, four or five children. Right. How many of them is how many kids does he have at this point? Right. You got Dick Grayson, oldest child. All right. 
intimacy issues, con- commitment issues. Uh, you put him on a team with any woman and he will date her at some point or another. Uh, that's Dick Grayson. Um, Jason Todd murdered. Don't even got to say anything more than that. You let your teenage son get murdered by a crowbar and then exploded and then brought back to life. It's on you, bro. Uh, Tim. Is what, what 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 can one even say about Tim? Like, like Tim is like, like, what can you even say about that? Nothing. Nothing is what you could say about that. That's just that's an open and shut case right there. Get that boy some sleep. Get him a blanket. Get him like a, a stuffed animal or something. Take away his coffee. Don't just let him stay awake. As someone with insomnia, don't let that boy stay awake. Let him go to bed. Right? Uh, Damien. That's that's open and shut right there, too. Get, I don't know. Again, get that boy a stuff. He's like 10. He's like 10 years old. He was raised to be a weapon. Give him a childhood. I don't know. You're the richest man on the planet. Give him a childhood. Just be like, hey, I understand that like from the age of zero to ten, you were like raised to be a weapon, but you're with me now. You're with dad now. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna get you video games. You just veg out, you take a nap or something, alpha to raise you. I don't know. Right? Cassandra Kane, that's another one, right? And do they do they even talk about Cassandra anymore? There's not much you can do about Cassandra Kane, actually. She's got her own send her therapy. Send them all to therapy, honestly. Send all of these kids to therapy. Batman, bad father, send your children to therapy. You know, our, our our goal shouldn't be to make our children just like us. And that seems to be what Batman is all about. You know, he makes his kids exactly like him. Your goal should be to have your children be better than you were. Right? Give them a better life. Right? I love uh, I love the Lego Batman Family Matters movie because it, it, it finally does talk about something that I've like that I, there's been a pet peeve of mine reading Batman comics and watching Batman stories and TV shows and movies my entire life. And it's the fact that no one ever calls them as kids. Like, nobody does that. Have you noticed that? Like, like they'll, they'll call those, they'll call his children everything except his kids, except for Damien. Which is an entire conversation about media and adoption that needs to be had, honestly. We all need to have that conversation on how we view adoption in media. Because I was watching um I was watching Vixen last night, which that that was a bag of cats. Um I had such high hopes when that when that aired. I was like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be Vixen, and then it was not the Vixen that I knew. Um which it was still good. It was still fine. It was fine. Um wasn't terrible, but it was like could have been better, but it wasn't terrible. Um, but the way that adoption is always handled in media is always like this, this idea that like, oh, but it's not your real kid, right? It's always like there's, there's always this idea that like the kid's going to be searching for their quote unquote real parents, right? Um, because they're not your real child. They're just some, some kid that you picked up. It's like, no, that's your kid, man. That's your kid. You adopted him. That's your kid, right? And Batman's got like five kids. And I'm really sick of the media being like, no, that's his partner. That's his that's his sidekicks. Those are like Damien's his only child. It's like, nah, dude. You got like five kids, man. Act like it. You know? Like that's why Dick left in the first place. <laughs> he was sick of you, right? So yeah. Um I think it's I think at some point though I 
I think at some point I really want to have a, a conversation about like media, like how adoption is viewed in the media and how a lot of, um, how a lot of like childhood trauma is viewed in the media at some point, who knows? Um, maybe I'll get like a child psychologist. Actually, that would be a really cool idea. Let me know, um, on Twitter, tweet me, uh, at Morgan L Brooks on the Twitters. If you want me to have a child psychologist or an adoption psychologist, is that a thing? Um, a specialist, an expert on, on adoption, uh, to come on and talk about adoption in the media and how it's viewed and how that can affect, uh, children and, and society as a whole. And, uh, if I can get this extremely well-respected, uh, and qualified person to talk about Batman's children with me, uh, <laughs> tweet at me and let me know if that's a good idea for me to, I'll do it. I'll do, you have no idea the things that I will do for entertainment. I'll do it. Bet, dude. Bet. I'll do it. Um, so yeah. Uh, I feel like, I feel like it's kind of only a thing that's kind of done with Batman because Superman handled it way better. Actually, they handled it about the same, but it was slightly better, right? Because at one point, and I own this comic somewhere, um, on the bookshelf of comic books that I'm looking at right now. Uh, which I'll, I don't know, I'll, I'll show you guys that at some point. Maybe I'll take a picture of it. Um, I have a bookshelf full of just books and VHS tapes, which some of you younger people might not know what that is. Um, at, at some point in the comics, uh, Clark and Lois, Cal, whatever. I, I, I always, I don't, tell me if you do this. I always tend to call Superman Cal as opposed to Clark. Like, I understand that most people call him Clark, but I don't understand like my brain it just insists upon calling him cal right and it could just be like a could just be like a like a i don't know like a like a thing of like having multiple names in my own head like you have those names that that people just call you and then you have other ones that like most of the world calls you um so it could be that but i i always call him cal for some reason as opposed to clark but uh Clark or Cal, whatever, uh, adopt General Zod's grandnephew, I think, is uh, is what it was in the comics, right? And they're raising this Kryptonian kid, and there's an entire, like, I remember this comic vividly because it has Power Girl in it, um, and as a, as a preteen to teenage boy, anything with Power Girl in it, of course, is, you know... Uh, precious like the one ring did um, if you're into that sort of thing if you're not then you know it means nothing to you beyond being a nice comic book but um, you know so I remember this vividly because it has like the opening panels was like uh, Power Girl and Supergirl and they were just like just normal they were like in normal clothes and they were just talking about like why Power Girl suit is like that and then it's like um, and then it's, they, and then they go into this whole thing about like identity and what it means to be an L and what it means to be Kryptonian and, and what it means to, for this kid to, to be a Zod, but be raised by, you know, Cal and Lois and, and how his identity will be on earth. And like the fact that he's growing up there, but he's not fully like, he's not fully part of the family. And also like it's handled a lot better than anything that Batman's ever done when it comes to like. Or at least of anything I've read of like Batman's reaction to his family, because if I've ever if like if anyone's ever written it in the comics 
of like his relationship with those other kids being defined as one of a parent and child as opposed to a teacher and student, which is super odd like it's so odd that they would label it as more like a teacher student relationship as opposed to a parent child relationship because he's raising these kids what other parent do they know it's batman like he's their dad right it's like it's so confounding to me but yeah uh, if anyone's ever written it as such I haven't read it yet, and I would like to. I love wholesome family times with Batman. That's a lot of my For You page on TikTok. It's not. Um, it is a, a significant portion of it is DC content. Um, and quite a lot of the DC content is uh, is Batman related and Bat family related. I do enjoy some good Bat fam. Um, but the other like the other bit of my For You page is like comedy and thighs for some reason i don't know how it happened um yeah wow this has been wow it's been a half an hour cheesily how did i get into batman how did i do that what happened (laughs) i lost track like my brain just fugued out there for a second um and i just really went into this batman thing uh yeah yeah, Lego Batman Family Matters. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's it's of course it's a Lego Batman movie. It's a very it's, it's like one of those straight to DVD ones or whatever. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It it does have it has the the wholesome Bat Family uh, moments that I quite enjoy. Not enough of them, if you ask me, but it does have a few. Um, and it does cover a lot of stuff that I was talking about in in terms of like. Bruce Wayne using his money to really like fix Gotham because there's so much that he could be doing as opposed to just running around beating up mentally ill people, you know, cause that's usually what he does. He just runs around in a bat costume when he needs therapy, just beating up mentally ill people, putting them into the, into Arkham Asylum and then just waiting for them to break out honestly. So he can beat them up again. Cause half of Gotham, half of Batman's villains are just a byproduct of him doing something or they're a victim of a crime themselves, right? You look at Clayface, you look at Killer Croc, Clayface is a victim of somebody like messing up, messing up something on set and he became clay, right? Killer Croc, Waylon Jones is just a guy with a skin condition. Like he's a guy with a genetic disorder that that's like people fear him because he looks like a crocodile man and they they ostracize him from society. And instead of being like, hey, like you can I think now they might be doing it because they realize like that he is a victim of society and circumstance and not of an actual villain. So I think they are treating him a lot better in comics now. Um Especially since like his popularity with Suicide Squad and all this type of stuff, um, really didn't him be an anti-hero as opposed to a villain over time. But like, instead of them being like, "Hey, you can hang out in the Batcave. Uh, we we built like a swamp for you or whatever." And first of all, he doesn't like need to be in a swamp. Like he's just a guy who like looks like a crocodile. Like I don't think he actually needs to live in the water. I think people are just afraid of him. Like Waylon has just the worst life and I, I feel so bad for him whenever I like read stuff but yeah like Waylon the Solomon Grundy is a zombie like someone brought him back to life it's not his fault right like that's not his fault right Harvey Dent had acid splashed in his face 
because he was trying to be a good prosecutor. Like he was trying to be, do his job. And because Batman was slack, he was slacking that day. Harvey Dent got acid in the face. Like, are you kidding me? That man's a victim. You know, he's a victim, man. Poison Ivy. Why is she even in there? You know, Poison Ivy. Who's to say, you know, the earth is burning, you know? Eco warrior poison ivy, you know, I'd be like, hey, listen, I need you to go to the the rainforest. Okay, here's another thing. Why is poison ivy trying to kill everybody? She could be doing so much better. She could be doing so many things. Like poison ivy single-handedly could reverse the ozone problem. She can make plants grow instantaneously. So like go to the Amazon and like grow trees or something. I don't know. Like reforest the world. What are you doing? What are you doing? You like if they could just get Poison Ivy to work in tandem with like Native Americans to like reforest the population of the world, we wouldn't be in this situation. Like she can make plants grow instantaneously, like grow trees in a farm for people to cut down. Like have a have like a set place that like People can like the tree farm like that's the world's tree farm. Right. And it's just poison ivy posted up. We'll pay her a bunch of money. She'll get paid a bunch of money. Right. And all she do all day is just grow trees. Just grow millions upon millions of trees. Instant. Like I understand she feels the pain of the trees. But like Pamela, you like toilet paper, sweet pea. All right. We need something's going to have to get cut down for this. All right. <laughs> so we can do it in a controlled environment. All right. Where she just grows millions of trees a day. Right. Just keep growing trees. And then they just deforest that area. And then she can grow a bunch of trees that will live in like other areas of the world. And we can work on reforesting places and stuff like that. And then we don't have to worry about deforestation. Why is she getting beat up every week? You know. Like Harley, Harley Quinn. I mean, Harley Quinn is pretty much a hero now at this point because everybody loves her. But like she was a victim for a very long time, you know, she's mentally manipulated and whatever, you know. So it's like Gotham is full of people who just need therapy. And like, I understand I need therapy. Everybody needs therapy. Go to therapy. Um, Take my advice that I won't listen to myself. <laughs> you know. Like, she was a victim for a very long time, right? Most people in Arkham Asylum are victims of either Batman or some some other thing, you know? Like, Batman could be doing so much better. You know, like, the Flash's rogues gallery is mostly, like, people who do just generally suck, right? Same with Green Lantern. Like, most people's rogues galleries are just, like, people who genuinely do suck and, and like, and should be beat up. But, like, Batman's rogues gallery is, like, it's just people who are mentally ill. Give them help. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. What's going on with Titans? Is that show coming back? I was watching Young Justice and I, oh, I can't wait for season four of that. I'm so happy Young Justice is back. Like Young Justice was one of my favorite shows um, that came out during that like 2010 DC animated boom. 
Um, and it was so good and I loved it so much. And it got static in there, you know, static shock was such a great show, such a great show. And it had blue beetle, you know, like it had everyone that I loved and then it put them like, and spoiler alert for young justice. Wally. Why my man have to go, you know, like that. That got me, you know, like I didn't cry, but it got me, you know, it got me close, you know, I've been searching for that thing that'll just break the dam of tears one day, you know, um, and that got me close, you know, like Kid Flash who was my boy. Like, I love when Kid Flash and Nightwing and, and Arrow, Will Speedy, whatever, uh, are all together because they're the bestest of friends. Um, and of course, Aqualad or Aquaman now is a is a great addition to that kind of like trio that was there um and i'm surprised they went with making him aquaman and not tempest you know although i think is is tempest in the show i think tempest might be a separate character in the show but i'm just i'm very surprised they went with uh they didn't go with tempest in there or did wait i think he went by tempest at one point I think I haven't watched the entire three seasons in a long time i just i just watched three season three um because that you know that's where I left off or whatever, but yeah, to kind of like I'm waiting for them to really like bring in some like obscure characters in these DC properties, you know? Like I want Johnny, uh, I was about to say Johnny Storm. I mean Johnny Thunder. Uh, honestly, any of the Johnny Thunders, but like I would love the one with like the pen, like the uh the 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 the, the, the third one, the second or third one. Where it's just like, it's just him and this genie. Like Johnny Thunder is one of those awesome like characters that you want to see on the screen and you know you'll never see it. Because it's just a kid and a genie. And it's like, and that's, they fight crime. That's it. That's like, that's the funniest thing in the world to me. And it's like, I, like, I know that I won't see that on screen, but I would love to see that on. I would love to play Johnny Thunder. Like, give me that role. You know what I mean? Give me that role. Give me like a CGI genie and I will run around. All right. I'll do flips. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't do flips. He's from like Detroit or something like, right? Like, <laughs> like just give it like, let me do that. You know? So yeah, I would lo- I'd love to see Johnny Thunder in, in, in a show. Uh, I'd love to see who else would I love to see? I'd love to see, um, there's so many good characters. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to go through the role. I'd love to see Obsidian again in a show. I think he was in something, but I, I don't remember what. But I'd love to see Obsidian and Jade and Infinity Inc. Uh, in a show, you know? I'd love that. Obsidian was one of my favorite characters growing up. Um, yes, I was an emo. Uh, <laughs> was is, an, is a very relative term, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm I feel like I'm more uh metal. No, nah, I'm still emo, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to I'm not going to feel shame about it, whatever. Um So yeah, I loved Obsidian. Uh he was good. He was good. He was a good character. Uh, a lot of a lot of emotional turmoil. Um Who else? Who else would I like to see? I don't know. There's it's like a it's a long list, honestly. It's a long, long list. Like we did get Metamorpho at one point in uh in one of the Batman movies. 
we did get metamorpho and i'd I'd want him back definitely was that wait was that was metamorpho in young justice thing metamorpho might have been in young justice am i remember correctly was that in a Batman animated film? I don't, I've seen so much animated DC recently. I it's all blending together. Um, that might have been in it. It was with like it was something with Terra. So I think it might have been like a like a movie. Um, because it was like Metamorpho Katana and Batman like infiltrated like Bane's. Uh, no, I think that might have been Injustice because I think I remember the ship thing being there in Miss Marvel. I don't know. Somebody tell me, tweet at me, and let me know if I if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, yeah, so I'd like to, I'd love to see Metamorpho again. I'd love to see, uh, uh, creep maybe. Like just really, like just, just really get me some weird Timberwolf would be great to see again. I remember Young League of Superheroes. Ooh, that's my recommendations for the week. Yeah. All right. Recommendations for the week for this week are if you haven't seen it, go watch the Legion of Superheroes TV show. Trust me. Um, it is like a bit older. It's from like the WB Kids era or whatever. Uh, or four kids. I don't know. Whichever one they want, whichever one it was at that time. It was like 2008 or something. Uh, it's two seasons. It's really short. I think each season is like 13 episodes. Um but it is, it's very fun. It's fun. It's silly. It's wholesome. It's just a good time. Uh, I like sometimes when I just need to, I just go back and watch that again. Uh, so yeah, this has been me. I don't have anything else to say. (laughs) This is going to be me, uh, devolving into a ramble session. So I'm not going to do that to you. Um, this has been me talking about Batman (laughs) for 30 minutes. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want, and my voice hurts so bad. Uh, if you want, you can find me on social media on Twitter at Morgan L Brooks, M O R G A N L B R O O K S. Um, if you want, you can find me on Instagram at Morgan L underscore Brooks, uh, on Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, all at Hidden Time Lord, H I D D E N T I M E L O R D. Um, I also have uh, a channel for music that's Morgan Brooks. Um, the link will be in the 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 thing. There'll be a link, and you can click on it, and you can find all of my links. Um, if you like my music, then please share it and listen to it more. And um, I don't know share with friends and stuff and maybe I'll I'll put some of it in the in in this and you can hear it um yes uh I've I've stuff that I do and I would appreciate if you if you went to check it out um so thank you oh god uh yeah thank you for listening next week we will be talking about culture and then the week after that uh we'll be back to talking about pop culture um and maybe one day i will get a couple of my writer friends on here to talk about uh talk about media and writing in um in in kanaka and 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 all in like mo'alelos and all and all these types of things uh so if you want to hear that then yeah let me know I think it'd be cool. I'm pretty sure they'd be down because they love to talk about it all the time. And, um, and I love to talk about it. So yeah, uh, again, 
Thank you for listening. Um, I'm sorry that this is a short episode. It's just my voice. When I say my voice is killing me right now, um, it, it hurts. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, thank you. Good, good night or, um, enjoy or whatever time of the, the, the 24 hour cycle it is for you. Um, and goodbye. Uh, think I'll see um I'll see you next time enjoy this enjoy this song